I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. I'll tell you what, uh, just after 1.30, we're going to be uh, airing a press conference here on these airwaves. It's going to originate from the Utah State Capitol. It will be hosted by Governor Gary Herbert alongside Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox, who heads up this coronavirus task force at the state level, as well as representatives from Silicon Slopes. They've got some uh, smart guy stuff happening. <laughs> and of course, Dr. Angela Dunn, state epidemiologist. I am so looking forward uh, to her update today and every day. She really, in my estimation, has been the star of all of this here in the state of Utah. Her, uh, her calm approach to uh, delivering information, her straightforward delivery has been very, very comforting. There is so much up in the air, so many things that we don't know. It is good to know that we do have uh, an expert at the helm at the state level serving as epidemiologist to answer our questions, to give us good guidance, and to do so in a confidence-inspiring manner. I'm very grateful to her. Uh, Maybe we'll uh, have to put together some kind of award here uh, delivered from the live mic show once we have all this behind us. We'll get creative and award her with something. Just I want to I, I want to recognize her somehow. And this is all said and done, just for the comfort she'd given me, uh, if nothing else. Anyway, uh, let's change directions here for just a moment. I am very very excited, uh, both for the conversation we have here upcoming, as well as a documentary that will air this weekend uh, in conjunction with uh, General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. As you know, the coronavirus has uh, taken its toll on the church and its activities as well. Conference this year for the first time, and I couldn't tell you how long, will be delivered without an audience. Those speakers will gather uh, and they will deliver uh, via video uh, the the remarks, the general conference remarks. That'll be a dramatic change uh, of things since, since again, like I said, I couldn't tell you. Uh, when maybe World War II or something like that. Uh, I'll, have the, I'll have the live mic historians look into that one. We'll uh, verify that claim later on. But listen, on the air, on the line right now, uh, Mary Richards joining me from, from her home to talk a little bit about this special documentary that she has put together. It's called First Vision Bicentennial. She traveled uh, back to right near my hometown in western New York, and she joins us now to give us a little sneak peek on what she'll be discussing uh, this weekend. Mary, first and foremost, how, how you doing? How you holding up? Oh, pretty good. Hanging in there, enjoying your show, Lee. Keeping me informed here in my, uh, what should I call it, broadcast house east <laughs> in my home. So, yeah, we're good. Um, That's right. Excited to talk about this. So you, so you traveled out to, to New York. You spent a few days there. Uh, w- w- what did you do? What did you learn? And what will we learn? What will we hear from you this weekend? Yeah. So. 
the piece on Sunday at noon is all about celebrating the bicentennial. Um, the the uh, the bicentennial, obviously, the first vision. It's the uh, 200 years since that event, and so I got to go up to upstate New York, got to fly into Rochester and see your whole hometown and mm. meet the most amazing people. And then uh, I honestly, I probably interviewed between 15 and 20 people between Provo, Salt Lake, and Palmyra and Rochester areas to kind of look at the impact of the first vision 200 years later. What, uh, where does that region of the country, that portion of New York and that event fit in, in folks' experience with, uh, with the church? How, how much is that uh, area cherished and, and regarded amongst members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? You know, that's a, it's just incredible how um, closely tied that whole area is to the beginnings of the very, very beginnings of the Church and the restoration of the Gospel, as Church members believe it, in the latter days. Um, having uh, grown up in Missouri, uh, I feel like I had a, a strong connection to early saints, early church members, and the trials they faced there. Here in Salt Lake, having lived here for 20-something years, I feel a strong connection to the pioneers. But even just those three days I spent in upstate New York, I felt so much love that the people had there for Joseph Smith, uh, the really uh, roots, if you will, of, of the church there in the restoration of the gospel and uh, just spending some time in the sacred grove and, and speaking to a couple missionaries at the Hill Cumorah Visitor Center. You really see um, such a close tie to Smith's family and, and you know, the, the early 1800s and, and just that kind of overall vision and impact and knowledge of that time period and all that happened there. I'll give you a little bit of uh, Lee Lonsberry trivia and history here. Uh, my wife and I, Jessica, were married in the, the temple there in Palmyra, New York, and uh, that temple holds a, a very unique uh, feature, and it is that from inside the temple uh, there is a window uh, through which you can look. You can see to the outside from inside the temple. It makes it kind of unique. And that window looks out onto across a, a few fields. Uh, you can then see the, the, the sacred grove. So I, I can tell you uh, that when I heard uh, you picked up this wonderful assignment to travel back there and report on the significance of this area and that event as it uh, relates to LDS history, I was uh, very envious of that assignment. Uh, I, I hope someday maybe they'll send me uh, back out there to report on my own hometown. <laughs> I kept thinking about you. I thought Lee would know where to go. He'd know the people to talk to. He would know everything to do here. What a beautiful temple. The stained glass of the first vision. The, that scene is just beautiful. And and for it to be right there, I mean, just down the road uh, from those two historic sites, it's just, just incredible. And you just feel such a love that people have for that temple and, and for what happened there. So, yeah, so on Sunday we'll hear from... Area church members uh, from the area uh, also interviewed Elder Mark Clay, who's the area uh, General 70 for the North America Northeast. He's got some great things to share about his perspective and the, uh, the impact he sees of the first vision. Uh, also, and um, today and tomorrow's preview pieces as well that people can catch at uh, 5.45 p.m. today and then again tomorrow uh, at 7.45 a.m. and 5.45 p.m. Some, some, some uh, 
new expertise and insight from church history professors, some church historians, uh, and others talking about what the First Vision was, what it did, what uh, church members can learn from it, and, and some kind of things involving that. Outstanding. Uh, Mary Richards, thank you so much for your time. And more than that, thank you for the work you've done producing this special documentary, First Vision Bicentennial, hosted by KSL News Radio's Mary Richards, to air this Sunday in conjunction with General Conference uh, with some previews coming uh, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, thank you so much. Best of luck to you. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay home. You know that, all that jazz, uh, social distancing, and all that. Uh, we'll talk to you later on, Mary. And right now, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, it's expected that the governor, along with the lieutenant governor, representatives from Silicon Slopes, and Dr. Angela Dunn, will be delivering a press conference from the state capitol with today's updates on Utah's fight against the coronavirus. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.